Hello, dear ones. I'm Barbara Hemphill, entrepreneur, author, speaker, and vision accelerator. Welcome to Christine's Radiant Joy podcast. If you're not where you'd hoped to be spiritually right now, this series will encourage you to be who God made you to be. Chances are you're a well-meaning believer with a lot on your plate. So thank you for tuning in as you seek Holy Spirit inspiration to move into life to the full with purpose, fruitfulness, healing, freedom, and radiant joy. Christine is a Benedictine-trained spiritual director with a heart for unity in the body of Christ. A former lawyer, Christine is a wife, mother, and grandmother who avidly pursues transformation in Christ. She's an author focused on the Holy Spirit's role in women's lives. Her book, Reap As You Sow, is about how creativity relates to stillness and spiritual fulfillment. I'm excited to tell you that she has a new book in the works, so stay tuned. With the Holy Spirit, she's led and participated in decades of interdenominational prayer groups. She's also an experienced leader and trainer of healing and deliverance ministry teams. Those teams use the unbound prayer model that's effectively freed Protestant and Catholic Christians worldwide from brokenness. She and her guests will encourage you as they share practical and inspiring ideas about the healing, love, and power of God. So come, Holy Spirit, please be with everyone listening as they welcome my sister in Christ and yours, Christine Smith. Probably like me, you know many people who read the Bible, go to church, and they pray. But they have something that they're struggling with, something that they think needs to be healing, whether it's inner healing or physical healing, and they've prayed about it, but they haven't yet received what they were hoping and praying for. And so they feel stuck. And sometimes they feel a little disheartened about it, that they asked and the prayer wasn't answered. I'm Christine, and I help Christians, especially women in the second half of life, who hope for healing, and they struggle with getting free of something that's holding them back from life to the full. I also encourage Radiant Joy. And when the Lord does give people healing, there's plenty of Radiant Joy. Today, I would like to welcome Karen Fick, who through the Holy Spirit, helps so many individuals to receive healing, freedom, and whatever God wants to bless them with in answer to prayers about what they bring to a healing prayer session, thinking that needs to be healed. Sometimes it may be something that's altogether different and a delightful surprise. So please welcome Karen Fick, who is on more than one healing prayer team and has years of experience seeing what God does um, in healing and in individual lives. Karen, welcome. I would like to ask you about how you got into this ministry, and I'd like to ask you about the training you have, but what if we start out with a mind boggler? Can you tell us about somebody who came to you desperate for healing, and there was some kind of healing, miracle, sign, or wonder? Absolutely. And with her permission, I can use her name. It's Marcia. 
and she's in early 70s and she's a power walker. But she was attacked by her neighbor's dog this past year and her whole body was went to went down on the concrete. The whole body was injured. It was a large dog, knocked her right off of her feet onto the pavement. But the biggest injury was her ankle. The dog clamped down on the ankle and crushed every bone in her ankle. So we went over there. She, of course, went to the on the ambulance to the hospital. And when she came back and it was all wrapped and she she lived alone. So she had to make a lot of um, accommodations and it was just beginning. So she called over and we went over to her home and we she was willing to do a mini healing prayer session. She was willing for us to call on the Holy Spirit and ask him into the situation. She was desperate. She was in pain. She was scared. She was angry. And what she really needed to do was to begin the process of forgiving her neighbor. And of course, the dog too was a vicious dog. And she needed to renounce that very deep and, and again, understandable anger. Plus then after after that started to happen, the Holy Spirit kept revealing things and his peace would come. She then realized that there were some people in her past that needed forgiving. And so then we just prayed for healing for her, her ankle. And then we went on with what was next for that, for her great need, physical needs, being at home alone and by herself and unable to walk. So then she went to the doctor and they were going to have to, the bone was so crushed that they were going to have to build an artificial ankle. There was nothing left there to recreate. Yeah. And so she came home and waiting for the surgery. And um, she went to the pre-op and the, doc her, the doctor said, we cannot do the surgery. Her skin around the ankle was dying and there was nothing Oh my goodness. Still there that was usable, workable. And so they sent her home to heal on her own, somehow give it time. We went over um, again to pray with her. And oh, because if they weren't able to have the skin heal, they were going to have to amputate. Oh my goodness. And when you say we, who is we? Well, my prayer partner, Shirley, um, and you'll hear more about her as we go forward. But so Shirley and I, we've been in the healing prayer together for quite some time, eight years. So let me go back to the, the miracle that really happened. So we prayed over her ankle. Um, this time we, you know, we, we took care of some early business, like um, the anger and the fear and the worry and the unforgiveness, but then went right into just praying over her ankle for physical healing, because that was at the moment, the presenting need. And she said, she felt warmth from when we laid hand, uh, laying on of hands, which is a biblical thing. She remembers how hot her leg got. And then she asked Jesus, with our prompting, where were you? Where are you? Because this is very long, hard thing to deal with. And it's more than our humanity can really bear. And he actually answered her and she was very surprised. Wow, that's great. Yes, he said, I'm right here. I'm right here. 
and just peace came over her, her leg, her from the ankle area was burning hot. And then we ended the session. She went to the doctor who was shocked because skin does not usually do that. And according to him, I don't know. And uh, they were able to proceed with the uh, rebuilding of that leg. And now I see her out power walking. This is like a year later. She's out power walking. And when I spoke to her today, she said, when I was asking for her permission to share her story with her name, she said, I know for a fact I was healed and not by a doctor. Hallelujah. I know. She said, I was totally healed. My leg was, my leg came back and I was healed. And it was the power of God. That's fabulous. So, um, I know you're on several teams. Which teams are they and where are they? Okay. Well, it didn't start out this way that I was on three teams. I was retired. Um, at the same time that I retired from the military, part-time military of the reserves, but 22 years, I had two daughters at home and both left at the same time, one for law school and one for undergrad. And Greg was still working. So when this happened, I stood there in the kitchen and I'm kind of like, oh my goodness, all those, all those emotions, you know, like, all right, well, who am I? What am I supposed to do with myself? And um, just overcome with all of that. And um, fortunately, I had already been in the healing ministry early on, and I felt like the, the Lord was telling me to use my retirement well and to be generous with my time for him. So I started off first at the School of Healing Prayer in Albuquerque. It's a healing prayer ministry that's um, patterned after Christian healing ministries by the McNutts in Florida. You may be familiar with them. So I started there as a student. I um, And so I'm on that team now. They asked me to be on that team. And then I can roundabout, come back to how I started with that. I'm also on the Holy Child, my parish, Catholic Church healing prayer team. I'm the ministry lead for that. And re- most recently, I'm on the Unbound team, um, having been asked by sister at the Catholic Charismatic Center, and on which I serve with you. Yes, of course, I remember that. So okay. how did you um, how did you decide to learn about healing prayer? I've always had a journey towards with 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 the lord and faith and in different things that he's brought me to but when i moved here in 2012 so 2013ish um i was i'm in a new community and someone invited me to a bible study so i started to go to that with my with my husband greg and there was a woman there at the end of the bible study her name's diane and she would start talking a little bit about healing prayer and as you'll know, after you've been in the business for a while, the business, <laughs> um, people will respond with uh, with interest or with a comment like, oh, that's nice, and then move on to something else. And so in this case, apparently I, I was very interested, but all along she'd been getting that, oh, that's nice. But I, I immediately jumped on it. I knew from what she was saying that the Lord was calling me to begin that journey. And so she... Um, reached out to Shirley, who was new from our church, Holy Child, and they set up a healing prayer session for me. I needed healing from um, things I didn't even know I needed healing. 
you know, having been brought up to be strong and carry things and take care of business, having been in the military for 22 years, you know, we took care of things. But in this case, the mm -hmm. way it unfolded, you know, I had been having a, we had been having quite a time with one of our daughters from teenagehood on. And so now, and I needed a lot of healing from that. I needed relief from that. I needed to let that burden down, set it down at the feet of the cross and stop carrying it myself. And they took me through that whole process. And when I came out of there, I felt peace and relief and a new burst of joy, a new excitement, a new closeness to the Lord. Um, so that journey began. And then Shirley said, Karen, you really should take this training. So I spent a year training. I was a student. You did this training in New Mexico, right? In yes, Africa. at the School of Healing Prayer. And it's held at Hope Episcopal. It should be in the show notes later. And so what, the thing about it is, is you go through four levels, one a quarter for a full year. You start one, two, three, four. So it builds. But the beauty of it is, is when you're the student, not only are you learning and increasing your understanding about how God works and Holy Spirit and deliverance even and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, not only do you grow deeper in that, you also receive your own healing because we have practicums at the end of each day where you become the you you become the client, you become the the person who needs prayer. And through all of this year, you receive so much healing that you may or may not have even known you need it. But because it's a Holy Spirit ministry, he brings it to light through the trained and experienced people. It sort of sounds like sign me up. <laughs> sounds great. Um, a long time ago, back in uh, 2006 and seven. I um, actually did go through level one and two of Christian Healing Ministries training at one of the Southern California Renewal Conferences. I understand they don't do that anymore, but at the time it was pretty exciting. The um, McNutts were there as well as some of their team from Jacksonville. And we were meeting in a convention center in a very large conference room. So there were a lot of people being trained at the same time. And uh, many of us already had been baptized in the Holy Spirit and had some gifts, but none of us were who were signing up for this were actively doing a kind of uh, healing prayer ministry like you are doing, or even probably an abbreviated version of that. And uh, so they started to train us, and it was amazing how the gifts operated. They paired us up with people we didn't know in the room. And they handed out, they, they went over the whole thing and then they would go, oh, they would hand out, depending on what part we were practicing at the time, a, a handout, piece of paper, kind of how to practice doing this. And we would turn and pray with this person that we had just met. And so many of us got words of knowledge or visions that we then obediently shared with the other person. And it was amazing how... That not only confirmed to us that we had received gifts when they uh, told us, they were shocked usually at what you had to say. And those words or visions were really significant to them for their own healing. 
So it was an amazing experience to see that. And also at the end of uh, the conference each year, on the final night of the conference, the McNutts would lead a uh, big healing service. And there were a lot of other people at the conference who weren't on the healing prayer track who had been at other parts of the conference. So Very amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I went down to Christian Healing Ministries for level four to um, I'd already been on the team here and I was teaching and running the practicums. I had been a student. Now I'm on the team for several for a year and gone through all the levels yet again. And I've been doing that for eight years. But I also went down to the Christian Healing to Christian Healing Ministries to in the beginning to deepen my understanding of what was this, what was, what was all of this, you know, just to go in deeper and deeper. And I was very, very blessed to have that father blessing from Francis McNutt, but the experience there was extraordinary and people are, are being healed. They are being delivered and um, the journey continues. Yes. So we'll get to why and what is happening later, but go ahead. I, I hand it back to you. No, that is great. When you talk about how much it's happening now, I think it's good to just go back to the very beginning, which is Jesus, and uh, talk about when he sent his disciples out to minister while he was still alive, and he sent them out, and he sent 72 other people as well, and he he gave them, he, he told everyone that the kingdom of God was at hand, and the main teaching was the instructions that he gave them now he said, and now go out and heal the sick and cast out evil spirits. Mm-hmm. And the reason he said that was because when people see that they come to believe. So it was Jesus's primary, primary uh, tool of evangelization. Mm-hmm. And uh, when people are healed, the automatic response is both faith and joy. Would you agree? I would agree. And going back to, you know, what Jesus did, I have to say, in John, the book of John, the story of Lazarus, Lazarus, he's called, he's <laughs> he brings him back from the dead. But what strikes me that's, that's beautiful is Mary and Martha, They were friends and Lazarus was, they were friends. Jesus loved them just like he loves each one of us, each one of you. And he didn't come for, till Lazarus was in the grave for four years, four, I'm sorry, four days. And so he waited. He wasn't in a hurry. He knew that everything would be fine. He didn't come right away. So where was he? What was he doing? They don't answer that. But then when he does get there and he sees the grief of the family he weeps with them Mm -hmm. and he weeps for you and for us in this pain that we're in but then what he does he do he tells the the mourners move the stone the big heavy stone what's that stone it's the it's the weights we're carrying and who's helping to move that stone these ministries that are a gift from god trained ministers helping you move that stone. But then what does he do? He tells Lazarus, come out. 
And he's telling you and us, come out. And what happens? He comes out in his grave clothes, also known as the burial cloth. But the grave clothes, what's that? You know, that's what they wrap them in, you know, strips. You're bound that, with. You're bound with it. You're wrapped in it. After four days, it stinks. Well, and it's, it's dirty, you know, and that is... Really, he is calling us out. So we aren't physically dead, but the what he's doing so much of now, in addition to the physical healings, um, he is reviving his people and healing them and unbinding them from inner, it would be called inner healing, from emotional trauma, from the sins they've committed, choices they've made, from their unmet needs, from... Um, Definitely from hurts. I've said the wounds of the past, things that might have happened to you in utero. It, it, you know, all of these things that we're bound in. We're walking around with this huge weight. We're we're bent over trying to carry all the grave clothes and the weight of this stone that's keeping us in there. And, and it's weight he doesn't want us to have to carry around. I mean, it is God's will and God's desire to heal us. Exactly. Um, and and that's one of the things that's so interesting. I think that there's a lot of people who think that healing might be for somebody, but not for them. Um, and really, he wants healing for everybody. And through the Holy Spirit, a little bit of faith, actually you can ha even have a mustard seed of faith and healing can happen. Isn't that right? Exactly. And, you know, um, who's to measure even the size of that mustard seed? Okay. Some and, and what what kind of finally starts the growth of that? People come when they're de they've been coming, they're desperate, mm -hmm. they're in great pain. So we've had people from all from all Christian faiths and people tottering on the edge of even being a Christian, but they're desperate and they they are in so much need, and God is working miracles in their lives. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I, and I think, you know, you just said God is working and we were talking before about the Holy Spirit. I, I think it's really key to realize that in all of these different kinds of healing prayer or healing and deliverance prayer, the key really is the Holy Spirit and also the 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 love, the acceptance, the non-judgmental uh, attitude that the prayer leaders and other intercessors bring to the prayer sessions. Yes, uh, you know, in Christian healing ministries, it's listen, love, and pray. And it is as well in, in the others. They just may name it differently. But the listening is, you know, I'm not, I'm, I was in the military. I wasn't trained in psychology or anything like that. So I have to listen to the Holy Spirit. And so I'm listening to the person and I'm listening to the Holy Spirit. And then the love isn't my own love. It, it might be some of that I may not even like in the natural, but the Holy Spirit fills me. We're the vessels and he fills me with the love that he has for them. And they feel that love. And that love in and of itself is healing. There are some people that have never felt the love of God, never uh, of a human, never mind the love of God. Recently, we heard someone say, um, I knew my mother had withheld and withdrew 
withdrew first, then withheld her love from me when I was very young. Who could ever love me when my own mother won't love me? And through these sessions and God's love, it breaks through to that person. And for the first time, or maybe not the first for some, they'll feel that great love. So we listen, love, and pray. So while we're listening with one ear, we're and we're also praying that and there's intercessors in the room that are praying that the Holy Spirit will will move that person to just the the, the place where they need the healing and be able to they'll be able to express it and then move them into the into that healing process of forgiveness or or whatever the specific might be. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think that the same is true, of course, of Unbound, the mm -hmm. ministry that we're both in. Neil Lozano wrote a book called Unbound, a Practical Guide to uh, Deliverance. And a whole ministry has grown up around it. It's uh, Heart of the Father Ministries is the one who is teaching it and spreading it. It's now worldwide. Um, and in Unbound Ministry, the idea is to listen to the Holy Spirit, listen to the person, and then apply five keys that come from the gospel to their lives. And those keys, just briefly, are repentance and faith, forgiveness, renunciation, commands of authority in the name of Jesus, and a Father's blessing. And the Father's blessing is what we were, what you were just saying was reminding me about the Father's blessing because the whole the whole point besides it healing is is to get to know the Father and to know the heart of the Father. And so those sessions always end with prayers where the prayer team is listening for what the Father wants to convey, how the Father wants to love or encourage or fill the person with something that they have had missing in their life so that they will come to know Abba's heart and know him as, a, as their Abba, as their father, as their Papa. And so many people have father wounds that this is, this is something that people really need and it's something they kind of can't imagine until they experience it. But um, it's really beautiful the way it happens. It does. The love of God really breaks through to the person in a session. And then healing follows. I mean, even just being listened to maybe for the first time or be, even expressing these deep, dark secrets and pains, yeah. expressing those things, all of this is healing. And then can you imagine if you add in the love of God and the Holy Spirit takes over, that's you know, like all of these all of these ministries, they they don't discount doctors. They don't discount uh, psychologists and counselors. They can take you sometimes 99% of the way, 98, but God, he can take you 100% of the way in yeah. healing of your mind, you know, the things that you're ruminating on, that yeah. you're spiraling, addictions. Yes, um, yeah. you know depression these are the grave clothes that we're all carrying the loneliness yes the, the disconnect from god i want to pray but i can't feel his presence all this healing then has that you know breakthrough for you so you're hunched over carrying all these weights and you're in your grave clothes it's like an umbrella is over you and the graces of god 
they're there, you feel them sometimes, but they're not getting through. And when you go through the healing process, the bottom line of all of it is, is that your connection to the Lord is reinstated, deepened. You're, you're the child of God and now you know it and you're running to him. You're saying, come and get me, Lord, come and get me. And guess what? He's he does. He does. He does. <laughs> so when he does that, I think that starts the word of mouth going. Uh, so can you comment on um, how what's happening now in healing ministries? It goes to, let's see, I wrote it down, 1 Corinthians 3, 6 to 7, where Paul said, um, I planted, Apollos watered, but the Lord gave it growth. God gave it growth. So neither he who plants, I like this part, nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. So remember I mentioned Diane at that Bible study. She planted the seed. Then she moved. Shirley and I became a team and we've been watering. This is just at Holy Child. School Healing Prayer has a whole team that this has been going on with for even longer. So at our church, we've been watering it and watering it and watering it for like five, six years. And all of a sudden now God is giving it growth. So we have two more team members um, that are fully trained. And in addition to that, we have three more coming on board, two of which are men. And that's a big thing because I believe God is opening that door with men and we need a man in the prayer session. Their grave clothes are different than ours and also the same as women's, but they, they the biggest well, I can tell you what the two biggest things are in the last year. Aside from the depression and loneliness and and uh, the the door that God opened um, last year for ministry was women with sexual abuse going back to when they were two. And um, the healing is deep and thorough and very much needed. Yes, we see that in Unbound as well. Exactly. Yeah. And then for men, um, there's more than a hint of the problem of pornography, but the spirit of God, the spirit of God is greater than the spirit of pornography. Amen, amen. So I'm going to ask you one more question that I think our audience might have, and that is some people may not receive the particular healing that they were seeking, but I've seen this in Unbound, and I imagine you've seen it too in your um, healing ministry, that God does something for everyone who comes for prayer. And he may do something different than the specific thing they asked. He may do something far greater. Or he may just, they may not realize, they may not realize what it is. In fact, I had a prayer session with you when something came up for me that was 20 years old and I had completely forgotten it. Exactly. And as you led me through the prayer, the Holy Spirit brought it to my mind. It was only the Holy Spirit. I had completely locked this thing from my mind, but it was really important to um, a healing that I needed, an inner healing that I needed, and a revelation that really has benefited my marriage. Um, but anyway. So we give thanks to God for that. Yeah, we give thanks. But I guess I should go back to my question, which is, okay. which is when people um, do agree that God does something for everybody who comes for healing prayer. Um, if we're running short of time, I'd like to give you two examples. 
Okay, um, let's do it. And okay. if anybody has to go, they have to go, but they're going to miss something good, I can tell. <laughs> okay, so we had a woman who was in intense back pain, had intense back pain. And she really was, she was a faithful woman, a, a beautiful woman of faith, and wasn't comfortable with healing prayer for years and years. This is while Shirley and I were watering, watering, watering. Well, finally, her pain was so bad, and she was in the Adoration Chapel, which is a, a room at the Catholic Church where Christ is present, and we pray. And she, Shirley, talked her in to having a healing prayer session. This is how it was in the early days. And I came right down the hill and joined and said, yes, I'll be right there. And we did a healing prayer session for her, for, and the Holy Spirit showed up immediately, and it was... Um, it was a deep, deep grief that she was experiencing. He highlighted that. She thought she was there to have her back prayed over because of the back pain and the back brace. And it was getting, it was way too much. But right away, the Holy Spirit showed her that it was great, deep grief that she was suffering still from the death of her mother. And, and he took her through that and healed her, brought it to the light, brought the light to it so that the grief came unbound off of her it had been quite a few years it was excessive grief and it hadn't been dealt with she hadn't processed it in any way shape or form when she left there she left without her back brace and she hasn't put it on again since and she has since joined gone through all four levels <laughs> yes and joined the healing prayer team that's great and recently too it bears saying, I just, you've got to hear this example because God is so creative in his miracles. You, you go for one thing, but you, and you don't know it. He can heal you in a field. He can heal you anywhere. You know, there's that faith. In this case, this woman came, she was getting ready to go to the Mayo Clinic. And I have her permission to tell the story. She was getting ready to go to the Mayo Clinic for Friday surgery cancer in her liver and she came for a healing prayer session via zoom because she needed to stay healthy and everything and one of us had a little cough so we did it via zoom and the holy spirit showed up and she, she wanted physical healing of course i know you also use the five keys as neil lanzano taught in his book unbound for listening and loving and praying we took her through those five steps she was willing those five steps weren't about praying for the cancer to go away, but we know that the body keeps the score and a lot of times inner healing, which includes like forgiveness and um, renouncing things and, and also cutting soul ties, which you can learn about in the Unbound book. Um, we know that once those things are dealt with, with the Lord, then the body might follow. So, she did all of that work and then we also prayed for physical healing and she reported to us on friday she sent a picture of us to us of herself with a, a mayo clinic sign in front of her from her bed and she said she had told the doctor was told the doctor who is a liver specialist that she would be surprised and boy was she surprised that cancer that had been in the liver, which was in an extremely difficult place to get to, 
And if they did the surgery, it would have also caused some other problems. Well, it was it had it was gone. She couldn't find it. Right. The pre-op. It had been moved to a place where they could get to it or that it was not a problem at the at the time. And she gives all the glory to God. She was a woman of great faith from the beginning. That's fabulous. I you've told that story, and I um, every time I hear it, I just wanna go, "Yay, God! <laughs> Yay, God!" And, and that's, that's what great. she's doing. Yeah. She's doing it everywhere she goes. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And, and, you know, and that that's the other thing is people can't hold this back. You know, there's there's. People can't hold it in when they they have seen God do a wonder in their lives. They cannot not tell people what God has done for them. Um, it is, it's beautiful. Um, and I just think, you know, who doesn't want or need healing for themselves or for someone else that they care about? So I think this is such an appealing topic. I mean, it's such a, it's such a, a testimony to the power and glory of God, but it's also, I think it's a topic that can really touch everybody. And so I just hate to even say goodbye and thank and thank you right now, because we have to wrap this up and we could keep on talking forever. But um, thank you for what you do. Thank you for what you allow the Lord to do through you, because it's the Lord who's doing the work, but Exactly. He needs he needs hands and feet and mouths to do it, and you've been a, such a willing uh, servant for the Lord in doing this. I just am so grateful for you in my life, on our Unbound team, and just grateful for all those people that you are are being able to touch with the hand and love of God. So thank you, Karen. You're welcome. It's all for God's glory. It is. Thank you, Christine. It's been a pleasure. Same here. Thank you for listening to Christine's Radiant Joy podcast. Please visit radiantjoy.us to subscribe to her monthly Radiant Joy newsletter, to be notified when her next book is released, or to set up an appointment to speak with Christine about Unbound Ministry. And please pass this along to others who might enjoy it. Christine is an award-winning quilt maker whose spiritually inspired quilts is featured in the Reap As You Sew section of RadiantJoy.us. You're in for a treat if you go check it out. You'll find her blog and the complete archive of all of her podcast episodes at RadiantJoy.us. Or you can subscribe through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. Each month, Christine will bring you a message of how you are called by God remembering that we are all God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works that God planned. You are equipped with every spiritual blessing you need to succeed. We look forward to getting together here every first Thursday. Don't wait. Connect now with Christine at radiantjoy.us. God bless you.